Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Spilling Guts Podcast. You are listening to the boot scooting baby, Luke Bradley. <laughs> and you're listening to the girl that's driving you crazy, Jack Harlan. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That is, uh, that's actually very fit. I didn't realize it until I, I said it and you did the other steps. Um, you know, shout out that they're actually performing in Manchester tonight. I think Manchester, that's kind of yes. weird. Is that, is that, was that your inspiration? No, I don't know why. I was just actually thinking right before I hit record, like, what the fuck am I going to say? And then that was the first thing that came to mind. And then I then realized as soon as I said, I was like, maybe that's why it came to mind. Because I just saw someone on Facebook posting like, oh, I can't believe I'm seeing steps tonight. Well, there we go. I was going to say something that was more relative to the film that we're doing and be like, oh, I'm Jack and I'm a real smelly bitch. And then I was like, <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> there'll, be, there'll be like a hot five or 10 minutes to pass before everyone's like, why did he just say he smelled like ass? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, facts are facts. Facts <laughs> <laughs> are facts, bitch. It has been... I feel like it has been a while since we have spoke like this. I mean, we've we've seen each other. Yeah. Um, we've seen each other a good bit before, you know, before this. But I feel like it's been a while since we've spoke under these conditions. It has. We just had like a really impromptu like hiatus. And to be fair, I feel bad because we never actually tell anyone that we're we are going on like a little break. We just yeah, we do just, it yeah. and then come back and go, oh, we're on a break. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we, uh, fully go missing and there is no like missing posters anywhere we just go missing we're like that like you know adolescent daughter that's just like strapping leaves the house and comes back like a week (laughs) later like hey what's good (laughs) yeah (laughs) but no we um it is it's kind of weird being back because like you say we've had about what a good like couple of weeks where we've not actually sat down and spoke about a film like this um and uh I mean, what a time to come and do it. We are doing uh, an impromptu roast today, but... Um, ravenous, darling. Yeah, but I'd also <laughs> like to know... <laughs> we are ravenous. Um, I'd like to know, like, what have you been watching? What have you been into? Like, what's been on the, the plate oh, recently? I have, unfortunately, been keeping up with... I know what you did last summer. Um, I thought about say Kardashians. <laughs> uh, no, bitch. Definitely not. Um, But I can't stop watching it and I don't like it ever and then when I like watch an episode like I do have this week's episode to watch um yeah maybe last week but like I'll be watching it and I completely forget what happens like the episode before and then this episode starts and like one bitch is getting her arm cut off and I'm like what and then you know I get all confused and I don't know what's happening and then I'm almost certain I went and rewatched the episode before and there was still no link to what happened after. And I was like, um, they're not making this up on the spot. You know, I think that's I'm... because it's such like a uh, serious because Very I'm really bad at the minute. Because you know me, I'm like, I'm a TV gal. Like I like, I like to get my teeth stuck into a really good series. So I, I stuck at it with, I know we did last summer. And then I think I got up until um, the last one I watched, um, which one was the last did a bitch get uh, arm cut off by any chance? No. No, I've not seen that yet. I think the last, I honestly can't remember the last thing I watched of that. Um, I just, I know, I, I, no, I think I watched the, it was like the first four episodes, like they dropped. And then it was like, oh, oh and next week, because I think I watched up to episode four. I was like, eh, whatever. I'm kind of, 
really not feeling it, but I probably will stick at it. And then I watched like an episode of like Squid Games and then dropped that. I like, I, I watched like two episodes of You and then dropped uh, that. Whoa, I've been whoa, really whoa, bad, whoa, whoa, really bad. Whoa. Know, Rewind and reverse it. You yeah. watched one episode of Squid Game and stopped. Yeah, not because I didn't like it, because I really liked it. It was just, and I planned to go back to it and then just didn't. And I keep thinking to myself, I need to go back. I need to get back into it. And then I just keep forgetting because I, I watched something else instead. Um, you know what your problem is? You are fingering too many pies. I know, I know, I know. I do it a lot with with the TV series. I watch like about five at once. And then, I, then I, I'm too busy trying to juggle them all. And then I can't keep up. Then I end up like leaving them for ages. Yeah. Leaving them in the dirt. I do the same. I will I won't start one TV series. I'll start five. And there was coming <laughs> a point up to um it was coming up to Halloween. And of course I was cramming in all the horror movies anyway. And then I was like, oh my God, I need to watch Midnight Mass and I need to start Chucky and I need to watch this and watch that. And I got to a point, and I'm talking like there was like Chucky, Midnight Mass, I know what you did last summer, um, Nine Perfect Strangers. Um, yeah. something else and something else and it got to a point where my head got sore and I just left them all in the dirt for a week and then now I've started to like you know designate a day for yeah. like well, I'll, yeah. day. I'll watch Chucky this day and I'll give 15 minutes of I know you did last summer time before I beat her ass up for being donkey's dick um, but I, I <laughs> and then most of the time, I end up I end up watching the most. The thing I watch the most is like something I've already watched a million times. And anyway, I'm like, Luke, you are terrible at doing this because you've seen this show a bajillion yeah. times, and you've got all this new stuff to watch, but yet you can't turn this off. But um, yeah, I've watched the first two episodes of Chucky. I'm really into it. However, into it. I would like it to. I think. Well, I think because it's the first two, I would like you know it to kind of gear up a bit more. But it's, you know, it's very satisfying, but I would like it to, you know, ramp it up. And, you know, you know where the I fuck will... is Jennifer Tilly at? Like, come on now. <laughs> right. You know, I will give you all the props because I was the same. You know, let me tell you now, if you're out there and you're not watching Chucky, I would really, really suggest doing so. It is it's really good. But from and I'm saying this from my point of view where I am now, I think I'm like uh, fifth, maybe fifth episode in. And the last episode I watched was like hospital based and it was real good. And now it's gotten to a point where it's like, it's really, really good. It's like, it's really satisfying. And I believe next episode, like Jennifer Tilly and Fiona Dourif, I think they all come in. So, I mean, you you don't get the gals until about halfway through, but I mean, it's not, it's not like very, it's not stale. You know, it's not like the same repetitive thing. Every episode is very different. And that's what I'm like, and it's got a bit of pizzazz. Me like a bit mm-hmm. of pizzazz. And the one thing I have noticed is there's some really awful kids in this show. I'm like, I can't wait for you to get fucked the fuck up because you are <laughs> just awful. <laughs> and um, the the main character who I'm all here for us having, you know, a queer, like a, a gay man. A he's gay so man. cute. Like, he's really child. cute, bless him. Do you think he's cute? I really want to punch him in the face. Not and like just, cute as in like hot, like cute. No, as in I like, know, Aw. but you mean like, like oh. again? No, I still disagree. He loves doll heads and making art out of them. I'm like, first of all, you're weird. Secondly, you've got a white punchable face, and I'm. I'm sorry. sorry, but every every queer kid growing up was like weird. Like, yeah, let's be real. Like, we all, we all did weird <laughs> stuff. Like, so I mean, I think the doll heads is like it's fine. We all, we've all done really weird things as a kid. Like, don't play. I mean, but how do you not know that I was one of you know, the classic cases that went around and bullied the gay kids. It's like, oh, 
Look at him playing with doll hairs. Let's get him. Because I know you, bitch. <laughs> I was running around in heels. Yeah, your little uh, little faggy ass was not doing any bullying around town. Let's... <laughs> I could never. And to this day, I still cannot even punch my way out of the paper bag. And that is nothing to be ashamed of, you know? I'm a delicate flower. No, it's not. Until like you're being chased by like a serial killer or a horde of zombies. Then you're fucked. I know, which I would really, really like. And I have, there was another one I started, which was um, Day of the Dead. There's like a sci-fi TV series, series, Day of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. And I watched one episode halfway through and I was like, get the shit off my TV. My eyes oh, really? <laughs> are burning. It was, it was abuse <laughs> to all five senses. It was really, really awful. Well, yeah, I mean, with, with like the surgence of, horror at the minute like I think people are trying to like you know jump on that bandwagon and some people are doing it right and some people are just getting it so wrong and you know we just got to find the gems and just leave the trash in the trash because because there as you said since the like Halloween 2018 there's been such a huge resurgence and all like big name brands as in horror making its return and I think Obviously, aside from Halloween and fingers crossed, hopefully Scream, the only one to really do it right has been Chucky. The, everything else has been just about like, wah, wah. Yeah, well, I haven't watched Midnight Mass yet, so um, I, mean, I don't know. That's pretty good, but that's not, but that's not like based off anything. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm talking about like yeah. household names making a sell bang return. So. I guess we'll see. I watched, um, have you seen Werewolves Within, the film? No, but I want to. Oh my God, Jack, it's so good. I watched it the other day. It's really funny. It's really, really good. And it's got a really good cast. Is that the one, there's another werewolf movie and it's like the Wolf of Snow Hollow or something. Um, One of them is like a slasher-esque sort of, it's a bit like in the vein of Cursed. Do you know where Cursed was like a, werewolf slasher movie yeah um one of them's that is it wolves within or is it wolves was it wolves within it's like a, a whodunit situation it's like it, like horror mystery type situation and they're trying to figure out who's the werewolf and who's like fucking up shit um going into it you're gonna think it's a certain thing and then it's it actually isn't what you think it is it's like it's, it's, it's really funny you'll, you'll you'll like it you'll be into it am i into it? it's it's the sort of ones that I would see and I'd look at the poster and I'm thinking, not today. You know? Oh no, I so I think the poster like the poster is what attracted me to it. And then oh, not me. when I saw like who was in it and like I think, oh, they are they're all in like really funny stuff and really funny people. So I thought this is gonna be a good time. And I was not disappointed. It was really fun. I need I need to hear stuff like this because that would be the sort of movie that would set my watch list until there was six under like six inch deep of dust do you know what I mean yeah. I, like it would never even see the light of day but I have been there was two films that I watched recently um do you remember that like I think it's like a Polish slasher called nobody sleeps in the woods tonight yeah there's a second one isn't there a sequel did you watch the second one no I only I only found out like two days ago there's a sequel is it any good no, it is diabolical, Mama. And I didn't even like the first one, so I don't well, know. What I was I'm gonna thinking. say, like <laughs> the first one is trash. Well, I actually, it's I feel like there's definitely some really good like sections of it, and then yeah. but then 
it's like oh, covered in shit. It's like this. Mm-hmm. It's like someone's took a big shit, and in the shit, there's like little gems. <laughs> and then I, but then that shit took another shit, and it's not full of gems. It's just <laughs> yeah. actual shit. Um, because you know us, you know, throw a slasher in our direction, and we will, for the love of God, we will watch it. You do not yeah. need to put a gun to our back. I will watch it. Okay. You don't have to tell me twice. Like <laughs> just, just like just yeah. hearing the word slash. I'm like, yeah, I'm here. I'm yeah, I, 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 yeah, hundred percent. And I watched it, and I was like, mm, I get what you're trying to do, but no, please stop. Please do not even think about doing a third one. Um, I actually don't even think I finished that film. I actually think I turned it off before the end. So I don't know if spoilers, if anything happens for there to be a third one. But I'm praying that Netflix leaves it alone. Just leave it. Fine. Well, I was I was surprised it was a sequel, so it wouldn't surprise me now that this is going to be a third one, you know. But um, speaking of slashers and shit, um, <laughs> why don't you tell the people what we're, what we're doing today? Thank you, Luke Bradley, for that amazing <laughs> segue. <laughs> it was actually very fun. So basically, guys, we this episode today is taken quite the left turn because it is the same movie but um miss luke was under the impression that this was a movie that i liked i was under the impression because of bloody disgusting who put up five best slasher movies of the noughties you know underrated slasher movies of the noughties and i thought right let's give this a whirl and i seen this movie sat in there and i was like "Hmm, i haven't seen this in donkeys let me give it a whirl maybe you know, I'm missing something and I watched it and it's the biggest pile of horse manure and I've seen in a while. <laughs> so. Well, when well, when you said to me, let's do this, I was like, do you know what? I've not seen this movie in a minute. And then yeah. upon watching, I was like, there's a reason why I've only seen this. Yeah. I think like I want to say twice, this being the third time. And it's for a very specific reason that it is, you know, a pile of donkey dicks. Yeah, like, 100%. Like I even convince myself that maybe I do like it but I remember rinsing it when I was younger and still disliking it because you know certain scenes would play it and I would remember like the dialogue and I thought Jack you're you're seriously tapped in the head because this film is tripe mama so we didn't realize how hungry and ravenous we are so today we have turned this normal episode into a roast and we are going to roast the 2005 slasher reeker Yes. And for those of you at home or on the tram, on the train, on the bus, in the car, on the run, you know, on the the toilet, who haven't seen Rika, Rika um, follows a group of friends, question marks. I'm not quite sure if they even know each other at all. Um, Seems like friends slash maybe slash five strangers that... um, uh, on a road trip to well I say a road trip to a festival and the car breaks down and they end up in this like little town ish it's not even really a town it's like a road where it was a motel that's about it yeah. and um then one by one they keep getting killed by this fog and then a then a creature pops up <laughs> and busts out it's some like demon, drilling right? some drilling equipment and someone dies and um then was a twist and that's about it yeah that is about it and um there's something mildly amusing about the idea of it's like you know oh the stench of death like but you can butter up all you want 
the killer stinks. You know, like and there's a, there's a reason why this film's called Rika because it yeah. reeks of <laughs> mediocrity. Guy, like it's like, and I was thinking, oh, maybe I should revisit this because there is something interesting about the killer. And then I watch it, and like he stinks. What you're telling me is that <laughs> people know he's around because he smells like shit. Is you know he fucking stinks. His breath stink. His pants stink. His ass stink. And that's how everyone knows. And I'm like, no, this is, you know, if I didn't like this when I was 12, there was a reason, very, very good reason. A 12-year-old Jack couldn't like it. Must thing right now at 25 couldn't like it. No, I don't know. If it was out in 2005, what age would I have been? Nothing. 2006 it was out. 2006? Ooh. Yeah. My facts and figures all wrong. Well, it could have been. Well, cause the thing is, because I've I've seen like contradictory things. It's like it's either to because I thought it was two thousand five, but then you look at different websites in two thousand and six. I I always go off like IMDb because that yeah. seems to be like the most like legit one out there. So that says oh six. So I'm gonna go with oh six. It was very much like remember when we all thought Scream Two was out in nineteen ninety eight when really it was out in ninety seven. I know, I know mad right. People still don't know when it came out, but bet you it was ninety seven. Yeah, um, I think the way you described Rika was perfect. I, where I do want to start and roasting this bitch is <laughs> these people violently don't know each other. Oh, they, like, <laughs> why are they all in the same car? Like, they're like, who are you? Like, I'm up for a fun time, but I don't know who you are. So get out. And I'm thinking, what? Have I like fell asleep on like half of the film and missed something? Or is it just shit? No, like these people have barely met. I think they've all met like, maybe once or twice and somehow have ended up in a car together and that is about it um i will say this there's 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 probably two positive things i can say about this movie and that is yeah i will do um is that one i really like the like the saturated filter they use throughout the whole film i find that really interesting and a, a definite vibe that you didn't really see in the um early noughties yeah, or and or that I feel like you did see, but we didn't realize it. Like maybe, yeah. Actually, people, no, yeah. Can you think about like Hills of Eyes? That's got yeah, a saturated it's filter. Very, it's um, I quite like that point you made because I really enjoyed it looking like that because I thought it, it really had that authentic mid nineties, um, not Hollywood, but not like low budget slasher look about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It looks quite grainy, quite yellow. Looks a bit like um. It's about like see no evil and you know the, the likes of that really and like I'll always remember what you did last summer. It lo- had the same sort of look about it, look very like grimy or dirty. And I forgot that that's what like Madnotties slasher movies look like. And I was I was kind of here for it. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I think I think uh I still was a bit more like glossy and like this is a bit more gritty. That was definitely that had that sort of sheen for real, but it was a bit more yeah. glossy, I know it was this was a bit more gritty. Um yeah. and also like the second thing as well, the the concept for this film is actually r- a really good one. It and it but I just feel like this film was just a bit too ambitious for what it actually pulled off. So yeah. I give it massive props for the actual the, the like the not the writing because the writing is like terrible but like the actual story of the film is pretty good it's just I think it landed in the wrong hands and yeah. we got what we got and that wasn't much yeah and the rest <laughs> is fucking her story I will agree I think it's which we will talk about I think it's got one of the best twists um and I think 
like in slashers for a very very long time i think that's probably the only reason why people remember it because the story that sort of surrounds it but surrounds the twist is actually decent my yeah. problem is you've you've literally put this in a motel slash cafe and you do not utilize the motel slash cafe you barely do anything i mean yeah it's like it's like its sole purpose was to deliver this twist and it had no obligation to to really provide us with anything else there were so many missed opportunities for like really good slash scenes with the killer that you can smell. So think of the suspense sequences that, you know, of them hiding and, you know, hiding the cafe. You could have done so many things, but instead they just went this really dull, really unbelievably dull atmosphere that just had sweet fuck all going for it. It was quite frustrating. Yeah. And I felt like a lot of the movie, I was like, this actually really doesn't make any sense. Like the story just like chops and changes and what these characters actually do in the movie, none of it makes any fucking sense to me in the slightest. Yeah. And let's just put it out there. I think the the worst character by far, and you may disagree, but I feel like the worst character and the one I hate and root for the least um, is that of uh, our quote unquote final girl, Gretchen. I find her so annoying um and so boring so boring and she asks the most stupid fucking questions and <laughs> says the most stupid things uh there's like there's a one point where um where is it uh i think it's when um it's around it's around the time where they've just like broken down and I think, and like the, the, no one's, everyone's just pretty chill about it. They're all like, right, okay, what we're going to do, what we're going to do about it. Like we've broken down. And she's like, let's not overreact, guys. And it's like, Gretchen, no one's overreacting. People are asking <laughs> questions like, what are we going to do? And she's like, guys, do not overreact. I'm like, who the fuck are you, like, who are you talking to? Like, cause like the tumbleweed, cause like no one's overreacting, bitch. Like, oh. you need to like have several seats. Dude, <laughs> she needs to have every seat. Those are the worst sort of lines of dialogue I find. Um, I was watching um, the remake of Halloween not that long ago. I watched it like last week and I thought I haven't watched this all year. So let me just give it a whirl. And there's a scene where, uh, it drives me nuts, where, um, you know, the mom says to Michael, you know, after that shit you pulled, I really don't think that you should be going out trick-or-treating. And he literally goes, oh, mom, please. And she goes, all right, Michael, calm down. And I'm thinking, yeah. the bitch is calm. She could not be any calmer. She is as cool as a cucumber right now. And she's like, oh, literally Michael, just, calm just down. Literally just said, oh, mom, no, and, please. And she's like, like, calm down. She's like grabbing him by the shoulders and shaking him. Michael, calm down. <laughs> He's very calm. I think you need to calm down. And I yeah. hate dialogue like that where the actors literally, and even the director, didn't even think once to be like, okay, I think maybe one of you should be about high rates here because she's telling you to chill the fuck out, but nah. Yeah, you would think after that take, when the first time she says, like, let's not overreact, the, the director might go, right, okay, guys, she's saying let's not overreact and no one is overreacting, so can we, like, hype that up a little bit? But no, they left all that in there and I'm like, who, like, who was watching this? Who was on set that day? Who wrote this? Because someone, there's a misstep somewhere for sure. Yeah. And uh, this film, like, very much reminded me when watching it of the, that there was a really, there was a really strange point in in time in Hollywood where this was not just in 
horror movies, but like across the board, where you couldn't have two female characters in one movie with the same color hair. Like they had to be like a blonde and a brunette and they couldn't be two blondes. They couldn't be two brunettes. They, you know, they had to have like that very distinct, you know, separation. Yeah. And it was always one had to be very like, I'm serious. Another one had to be either like, oh, I'm airy fairy hippie or I'm a yeah. bitch or like I'm uh, yeah. I'm stupid and a slut. You know what I mean? So, And that's what this did for me. They, they played into all the all the shit stereotypes but did them really badly and I felt like as well the entire time that this was a really like shitty knockoff of wrong term which came out you know a couple of years earlier and I felt like they were trying to do wrong term but in like they were trying to be like oh we're gonna be smart about it and it's like yeah. you weren't very smart at all because the actual killer or was it death or whatever it was the killer made no fucking sense yeah 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 and and you're right it's like here we are like two female characters the main one has to be brunette and she has to be solemn as fuck she has to like just be really boring and like monotonous bitch and then the other one as blonde so she has to be called cookie because (laughs) why not because she's clearly away with the fairies you know my mom let me choose my name when i was three okay good for you um your parents and then they're all like oh yeah i'll be called like pp and you're like who, uh, who fucking wrote this <laughs> yeah you could pee pee in. you're like oh please give it a rest i would hit him too if i were them but it's like yeah and of course she's the blonde one and it, it very much reminded me of um cold prey you know yeah. the, the slasher and they're in like the hotel out in the snow because she's the blonde one and that where he's getting about promiscuous um and she's the one that ends up getting killed first and you know, in that film as well, she's a bit of like airy fairy airhead. And yeah. then in that one as well, it's the brown haired girl who's just very serious and just isn't very enjoyable to endure. She bees the bitch that comes out on top, you know. So it just felt like that, only the killer stunk a lot more. And that was just <laughs> and it was like shit, you know? Yeah. It was and- definitely, definitely a choice. Yeah, and I feel like throughout the whole thing as well, the music was terrible too. Like there was just throughout, even like the suspenseful music was just terrible. And every time there was any piece of music, I was like, "Oh, this just sounds cheap." Like they like like they got like royalty free music and like just ripped it (laughs) off like off like LimeWire and gone. Yeah, we'll have that (laughs) because it's so frustrating because there's clearly. You, there's clearly little glimmers of hope i mean some of the effects are really good um some like i can see them trying to make like maybe perhaps a horror comedy you know i can see them trying to do like certain things where where was the comedy like please tell me i mean i was laughing unintentionally but you knew by so for example the character nelson um and i'm going to talk about his death scene because i think it's absolutely the worst by a long mile he realizes that that smelly fucker's under his bed so he's like oh what's that smell you know that ain't his feet and he's like this place stinks realizes you know miss reeker's under his bed (laughs) miss reeker attacks him with the drill and the drill is about three inches long right Uh. (laughs) oh he's like i can't step off this bed and make for the exit i have to jump through this window and i'm thinking just leap off the bed and open the door and walk out you know 
Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, when I, when I saw that scene as well with like the little like drill came out from under the bed, I was like, oh my God, is this an episode of Robot Wars? I've not seen that show in years. <laughs> I was like, what are these like little contraptions that Miss Rika is using? Oh. And they didn't make any make any sense because like he kept the killer kept using like drills and like electric like equipments and it, it just it was just very very strange very I didn't strange. I, I just didn't understand that whole I get the I get like Rika and like is he, he supposed to like represent like death but then it just the tools in which he was using to kill the people it made zero fucking sense like it zero fucking sense and I also I also have a, an issue with um with Jack as well I found him like so fucking annoying and yeah. I didn't I didn't understand as like when they wrote like obviously this part to be played as like a blind person that why he didn't think about going to this festival with like his walking stick yeah, like I've, 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 I didn't, I didn't, un- yeah. I didn't, uh, didn't understand that, and then um, I really didn't get the scene. I mean, he he said about it, it earlier on in the film, where he, and we set this up for it to, it to be in a scene where he was like, "Oh yeah, what I've done in the past is I use string to like find my way." I didn't really understand that, and then we get a scene where he just miraculously has some like a long ass piece of string, ties it to like that the little like um, what was it called? The little like. I don't even know why. RV. Yeah, he tied it to the RV door and then like literally oh, yeah. walked walked for about 10 miles through the desert. And then it didn't make any sense that it then it then switched. So rather it be the string being attached behind him, it was then attached to something in front of him and he's being pulled somewhere. And that scene just didn't it didn't make any sense at all in the film. It, it had no place. It didn't, I don't understand what the point of that scene was, apart from him just walking around the desert with some string in his hand it made no fucking sense and that, that point that where that makes sense to be fair and then when Gretchen was like oh like um how, how like what happened how did you get go blind I'm like what a stupid fucking question to ask and like obviously not a question you should ask someone that you've just fucking met Gretchen and I, also oh, I didn't Gretchen get I didn't get worked. why was Gretchen staying inside a tent when the there was a perfectly empty motel to her right and she was like, I'm just going to sleep in this tent and on the gravel outside rather than sleep in a bed. Rather than sleep in a free accommodation. that she She's literally outside a whole row of free accommodation because there is nobody there. And she's like, <laughs> I'm fine. The tent's nice. And then she you know what really bothers me as well. None of them care. None of them care that there's nobody in this place. None of them care that nobody has passed in hours. And no one cares that like, their car they're just happy as Larry going about smiling pitching tents and shit eating e-tabs or tabs of acid and just like loving life and I'm thinking hold on for one I would be shit myself thinking I've not seen one bitch up here in a whole day does nobody find this weird not them they go about gallivanting loving their life and loving their truth as annoyingly as humanly possible and they're trying to pull some like science shit, or not science, um, six cent shit by having like what's his face, uh, like be like be boot scooting around town, and that trip is being like trying to run away, and he's he's like, oh, I've got to like make sure everyone's safe because this guy who I stole all them drugs off is around town somewhere, and then but every time he appears, he vanishes. So we're kind of led to believe that he's also he's a ghost because we keep seeing people that die that we've already seen throughout the film die, like we've seen 
Yeah. At the start of the movie, we saw that family, they died, and we see the mum. with. Do you understand why she had, like, no mouth? Oh, I don't... There's so much inconsistencies. Like, how did there really is. that? How does... And don't get also, me wrong. How, also, right at the start, how how did that dog that lost its, like, its back, the half of its body, how was that dog still, like, boot scooting around and, like, being all, <laughs> like, had so much energy for a dog that just lo- literally lost the back half of its body? And he's, like, just, like, hey, guys, like, just chilling, yeah, like, uh, hey, just... let's get this show on the road. Like, what's up? <laughs> I mean, there are certain aspects of it which I really don't hate. Like, I really didn't mind that we seen Henry, like the drug dealer, and we seen like these flashes of him because I know at the time I was like, ooh, why are we seeing him? I'm like, what, what's going on here? Like, it, yeah. I couldn't quite pinpoint what was really going on. But I mean, my biggest, biggest qualm, mama, was how the Raker just showed up and then she was like, I'm going to scoot away again. Like, she uh, <laughs> fucking drilled that hole in the jack, jack that jack that stupid bitch literally just <laughs> joked about how he was on top of an rv then falls off the rv and says i forgot i was up there and i was like you literally just said before have you ever had sex on top of an rv do you remember he literally that... says to gretchen what i'm thinking you do not want to go to point time with gretchen you'd be bored to death and he I mean, literally it... says we should have you ever had sex on top of an rv then falls off and says he forgot he was on top of an RV. And I thought, you know, I know you're blind, but are you dumb? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, their, their whole dynamic was so, like, dry. I was like, why Why are these two, like, the main focus of the whole film? Why are you trying to make these out to be, like, like the best two of the film? Because they're really, they're the, probably the worst ones. I mean, Billy. I would, Billy. like, much rather it been, like, Cookie and Nelson be, like, the main ones. Because they were the ones I actually liked the most mm-hmm. um they were the most likable but yeah that whole scene where those where Gretchen and Jack are on top of that RV like trying to get away from the killer and we then just literally pat like he we, the camera pans to Gretchen and then pans back to Jack and he's no longer there he's just on the floor and you're like there was no no noise no like no noise we didn't, we didn't see her fall like what did, and she <laughs> she didn't realize that someone had fallen off like that would have made an actual noise like someone falling off an RV onto the ground someone would have made a noise and she had no idea where she was like, oh, where's he gone? And looks over, like, like what are you doing down there? And it's like, <laughs> what is this? Like, and then, insane. And then they use, which was even more ridiculous, it's like they made Jack blind for this reason alone so they could have a scene where someone stood in the RV and he goes, four o'clock, uh, oh, I was thinking... Bitch, you've got eyes. You know, you can see. Look, That was so frustrating because I was like, how? I don't understand. Like, how How did you know? It didn't make any sense that you could, you could, because he wasn't even sniffing. He was just going nine o'clock. He didn't even go nine. But I'm like, how could you tell from a sniff? It it made no sense. And then Jack was just telling the time. That's what she was doing. And then it was like, when he, when they get, like the Rico gets him and he's lying upside down. And Gre- Mr. Gretchen comes over with the gun, pulls the trigger, and it's not loaded. So apparently Miss Reeker is scared of an unloaded gun more than she's scared of a loaded gun. She <laughs> was out of there. She- Reeker was out of there. And I was like, you just seen that Gretchen's gun has no ammunition. Jack is hanging upside down. And Miss Reeker's like, nope, 
not today. And and how the fuck was Gretchen strong enough to hold like hold up a man like with one, she, she, one because she was she was like she was so thin you could like see right through her she was like it was that <laughs> it was that era when like all the girls had to be you know like Kate Moss she was like literally a stick she was you know a hundred pounds soaking wet she was yeah. literally nothing and she you're telling me she was lifting up this jack and had with him by with one hand and was like, reaching for the gun like no get out of town like this is just <laughs> this is too, too much what would be um what was your least favorite death scene um, or what death scene would you or did you like the most? My least favorite was Nelson because he just jumped through a window and then had a big piece of glass in his neck. And it's like, so this is another missed opportunity. Like, what the fuck is this? Um, yeah. And then the one I liked the most um, was probably Trips, I think, because we actually got to see something we got to see some action I was like finally there's some action I felt like cookies was just a bit of a letdown she just got yeah. like just just getting like pulled up and down a toilet and then just like blood out of her mouth it, it, it again didn't make really much sense I no, mean not at all and then it, and then it, it was how they said cookie died of internal bleeding and I'm thinking you're trying to tell me a car part just went right up inside her vagina and right through the middle of the body no that's but yeah, that's how what, she died and that's how she dies. He, I think he shoves it, does something anyway to your little exposed genitals. And <laughs> that's what they made out. They're like, sure, internally she was like destroyed. And I'm thinking it was a car accident. It like how? Yeah, that doesn't make because, sense. Because when you get when we get to it, when we get to the twist, she wasn't even in the car. Exactly. I don't understand. Like she would be externally ruined before it would be internal because it's a car accident that she so she would have been hit by that does not make any sense at all you know the glass in the neck yes you know losing the arm okay i can i can deal with it but cookie's death literally makes no sense they just well, we didn't even to get shove a, a, they wanted to shove a weapon up her vagina that's all they yeah, to and they want they wanted to put like the hot girl in like a gross toilet and be like, oh look at the hot bitch. She's like yeah. in a inside of a toilet and she's getting he like dies with up. her pants. Who dies with her pants around her ankles? Like oh yeah, it's like of course it has to, like the blonde girl has to be like basically half naked. And do you know what I really like? Um, she's called um, Ariel Ariel, Ke- Cabell. Ariel Keeble, yeah. like Cabell Keeble, um, Cabell Keeble keyboard. <laughs> and I um. I really like her. Anything that she's in, I'm like, oh, I like you. For some reason, she's not like, I've seen her in quite a lot of stuff and she's not always in the best stuff, but like for some reason, I just like seeing her yeah, on my screen. I don't I do. know why. She she was good in, um, she was good in The Grudge too, which I haven't seen in time, but I always remember. She, yeah. she was the blonde school girl in the, in the Grudge too and she was really good in that. Um, and to be honest, I'd, I'd probably go as far as saying she's, she's my favourite character in this. Not that they're great, but even though like the dialogue she's given is terrible, I like oh, terrible. I like the essence of the character. You know, she's a she's a bit fun loving. She isn't scared to just like you know drop an e tab. You know, she isn't. Scared yeah, she's like she's clearly like a bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's definitely like a very like hippie at heart. Like her parents like let her like name herself. That's that's the kind of vibe that I get. She's like yeah, yeah. airy fairy. Like I'm so like ooh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she's probably the most likable, and. Given the fact, like they these people got given like some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard, yeah, I think she probably so did. 
maybe the best with it. I don't know. Um, no, I agree. I think I think she was one of the strong suits. And also the guy that played Henry, which is a Michael Ironside, looks so familiar. And I know and I'm thinking he had like such a small role as the drug dealer, but he has been in No, he's lot. um that's uh Eric Mabius. He was in um he's in uh Ugly yeah. Bay. That's it. Sorry, you played Daniel. You played Daniel Maiden Ugly Bay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was getting confused. Um, and, and he's in. And he's, and he's um he's in um Cruel Intentions, and he gets dick sucked by Joshua Jackson in Cruel Intentions. Ooh, see, I watch Cruel Intentions. I don't remember that. Yeah, he's like he's the um like the football star who's friends with like Reese Witherspoon from back home, and he's getting like sucked off by uh, blonde Joshua Jackson. Oh my God! Come on, yeah. I guess that film's added back onto the watch list. Um, <laughs> he was um, he was in Resident Evil as well. He was in Resident yes. Evil, the very first one, and he becomes Nemesis. That's how I knew, and I was thinking, yeah, what's he doing in this? What's he doing in this movie? He's really hot as well. It's a real taste. Uh, he's he's fat. He is fit. Even, yeah, real fit. Yeah, and I thought it was he, he that again. It was a really. He started off as like a real one one dimensional like drug dealer that was like oh yeah I'm so like hard whatever and then turned out to be like the hero it was just really kind of weird I, yeah again didn't make any fucking sense whatsoever yeah yeah um and you know he probably had the most characterization and complex out of the whole bloody bunch you know oh, yeah. um, because he had some sort of like turning point um but it, it just felt like a lazy way of to tie in an additional character it was like oh someone's just stole his drugs i mean that's where they sort of they sort of try to be really playful in their dialogue and you know in their scenes and oh he stole off the drug dealer and we have these weird sort of montages and and um dialogues and shit and fucking nelson trying to jump through the window but he bounces off the window it's like it's just totally very wrong and it's, it's yeah but i feel like the hodge of clumpy i feel ideas. like whoever wrote this had watched like a bunch of slasher movies that got right okay we're gonna take loads of like elements and probably the worst parts of all these slasher movies and put them into one slasher movie and it's going to be epic and we're going to be so smart and so clever with our reveal and our twist that like the rest of the movie can be total dog shit because like, at the end I was going to go oh my god never saw that coming and then but by the end you're like I kind of did see it coming not gonna lie um yeah, yeah. I, and and this is a good this is a good time to say to everyone who has not seen it you have been warned but basically the twist of Riker is very much in the same elk of like identity where everything you've seen didn't actually happen and the kids all actually died in a car accident um well not all of them some of them yeah um some of them are three out of five of the fuckers and then that's sort of it but what i needed was okay i get the twist you know fair play rug under my feet haha but i mean i sort of would have caught on to it towards the end but what i don't get is why here why does the like i need more why does the raker is the reeker everywhere you know like sort of, if this yeah that happened to everyone or is it yeah. just this specific area does this just happen to people and why? yeah that makes sense it's like is this like a, a like some sort of weird like portal slash limbo area because like there's a couple of people that died and we have like the family that died at the start and then mm. there's the 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 guy without his legs that, that's in the bin for some reason just hops out and just like scoots across the floor you're like where, who, where who's he where's he come who's from he, uh, who's um, he and where's he going and exactly, yeah. yeah, and then you have, 
the guy driving the RV who drove into he was Henry. Like, yeah, he oh he was Henry. Yeah, yeah so he Henry. oh I thought oh I sorry when you said Henry I thought you meant the drug dealer was called Henry. I can't remember what no, his name see, was. Yeah, I, I thought he was called Henry, but I was getting he's the drug dealer's called Radford. Um, and right, he, I'm with I was you. getting him and Henry mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So um, I think I would have preferred it more if everyone involved in the crash had died. That would have made yeah. that would have made more sense to me, and that we actually saw everyone because that makes the most sense because Gretchen comes out of this with like literally just a cut on her forehead that is about it and it's really annoying because the amount of time she crashes and just comes out of it with just a bump on the forehead and I thought yeah it was really fucking stupid when when they bump when um Jack and Gretchen bump into Trip and he's all of a sudden got one arm chopped off and you're like how the fuck did that happen where was that scene why don't we get to see that and she says to him like straight face like are you okay i'd have been like no bitch i don't have an like i'm missing an arm i'm not okay like, that, like <laughs> what what is another stupid fucking question gretchen like you are just full of stupid questions tonight and you need to stop asking the dumbest questions you yeah really annoying she's easily the worst and as you said i think the whole story would have been so much better if Gretchen, maybe if Gretchen died and everyone else survived, that would have been <laughs> eight out of ten. I'm sorry, you're telling me right at the end where she thinks she's escaping, escaping, and then the Rika like pops back up and it jumps on the top of the car. She dri- drives into the side of that RV and actually makes a hole, a dent into it, and then miraculously she backs out of that dent. And like just and the car's got like zero scratches. She's yeah. just got like one little tiny cut on her forehead that's it that's legit the, the only thing that's happened to her and this car is like in pristine condition after just crashing into the side of an rv make and, it make sense and she just by turning the steering wheel really hard manages to flip her her whole car over like all she does is do like a sort of hard right turn and she sends this car flipping and, and i don't know much <laughs> about cars and i don't know much about physics but i don't think that's accurate I think mm. someone needs to watch us and let me know if that's even possible. Because I don't think by turning right really vigorously, you will send your car flying down that road, toppling on top of itself. I just, I don't. But, you know, if you're a physicist and really good at physicist, then please do let me know. Um, Jack Carlin at hotmail.co.uk because <laughs> I need to know you've got to put your personal email out there for the world to hear as if everyone believes <laughs> that I am the only Jack Carlin at hotmail.co.uk if you do you're very gullible and Jack Carlin won at hotmail <laughs> <laughs> but, and then we also get that really awful pointless scene right at the very end where Jack and Gretchen are walking through at the college campus where they're at and like there's a scene where Gretchen just says, oh, like, you know, wasn't that like a really terrible experience we both had? And he's like, yeah. And it's like, incredible. and that's about, and that's it. <laughs> and you're like, what the, f- like, why do, why do we need another scene of them two talking absolute bullshit uh, yeah. made zero sense. And then like, like I said, we, like, we don't, like, we don't care about the relationship. I don't like, you know, put them in there because you, we want a blind character that doesn't yeah. make me not wish him death anymore you know um or any less <laughs> i want him to die i don't care he uh, he was just as born as gretchen he was a better character because he had more like he he had like a few funny quips 
sort of relating to his blindness and how idiotic they were being about him being blind. Um, the, but Jack, he, Jack was good. Therefore, yeah, yeah Jack, Jack was good at the start. He was like, he, yeah, like you say, he had some like funny quips and I, can't, I liked him at the very start. And then as the movie goes on, he, for me, it just got more and more irritating. And then, um, yeah, it just really started to lose it. I'm like, he's like doing things that just seem impossible for someone who can see but yeah as a blind person he's <laughs> doing all these things I'm like this is insane and oh. then when we get to the um the big reveal that they're actually three of them were dead the whole time and they were crashed into you know that, that RV crashed into them when we see that big crash and we find out that you know Trip or well, Trip Trip and Cookie were outside the car and they get crashed into um he gets his arm chopped off Nelson goes through the does he, does he go through the, the windscreen or goes yeah, through some window? But then we don't actually see what happened to Cook It. So we don't, I, we still don't, we're still left at the end not knowing how did she actually die. We know that she had internal bleeding because they said that when they zipped her up in the body bag. Yeah. But there's no actual, we didn't see anything happen to her. She was, for all I know, she was in the bush away from the car, like way away from the car, having a piss. Like, so yeah. what, like, what happened? Exactly. All we'll ever know is um, internally she's bleeding, which makes no fucking sense because <laughs> accident that happened externally. There wasn't a Hot Wheels beat that car crash inside of Regina. It was a full on car crash that would have hit the bitch. So I need something a bit more than her organs have are hurting real bad. No, the bitch should have. <laughs> A huge slice across the stomach or lost a fucking head or was crushed. But they were like, no, she's blonde. She's hot. We have to catch her with her pants down yeah. um, because that's feminism. And we have to um, respect her even more by shoving this fucking blender up her vagina because, <laughs> you know, we love women and equality. And it's going to be a really humiliating, elongated pointless death that literally makes no sense for your own trust because again feminism so and she had a gnarly uti that's what she died of yeah uh so thank you very much dave Payne, um who directed and wrote this because you've caused us great pain um and i think <laughs> caused a lot of people great pain um because even then there is a second one mama and i've watched that because years ago i purchased it on dvd at Poundland. Um, and you know if you're purchasing hard DVDs at Poundland, it is not good. And that one is even worse. Well, the thing is, though, um, with the whole Poundland thing, sometimes they, they, they actually sell some gems. And you're like, how, um, how is this possible? Yeah, how did, how did you get the rights to do this? I mean, so I, is it that, so is it, oh, so on IMDb, it's like one minute it's called no man's land rise of the rika and then it's uh -huh. also called when you click on it it's actually called rika 2 it makes no sense yeah yeah i just see i thought it was called rika 2 rise of no man's land or i don't know but it, it, it sucks ass um although i will say there is a part in it where one girl legs it up the road as you would do by the way can i just yeah. say in this in this film when uh nelson comes through the window gretchen's like oh no He's dead. Uh, and they carry it <laughs> on. Like, you would be fucking legging it up that road. So anyway, in this new one, this girl's legging it up the road and she, like, cabin in the wood style, is clapped in the head by this invisible wall. 
and then she can't actually get past the wall and I was thinking at least you get you actually get more answers in the second one than you do the first one but it's somehow a worse experience so make probably went back and was like maybe we should explain some things maybe add in some things that don't make sense because in the first one they could do whatever they want like trip went around skateboarding to like you know the next town over and was like oh what's this little town doing and just start like no zipping back so I think in the second one it sounds like they were like right we're gonna kind of we're gonna explain some things but also make some of the things in the first one seem impossible with like the you know invisible wall and force field around the town yeah 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 and the fact that David Payne's not you know no offense David if you're listening to this um (laughs) <laughs> if, if you are listening to this and you're listening to this point you must really hit record sale but the fact that those are probably two of his only the films that he'd done I was like maybe you were beating a dead horse the moment you even considered a second one and maybe there's a reason there's probably no more after this you know there I mean, it said, just, go, just goes to show that fucking Hollywood will green light anything like seriously yeah. will green light and, anything and bloody disgusting you are very wrong for trying to pull the wool over my eyes and tell me that Riker is one of the best slashers of the Dottie's. I, I can't cope with that terrible information. I just really can't trust some people's opinions on these no. websites. And like, you are writing for like, you know, you know, an upstanding website, but you're getting it so wrong. But there's one thing I do, I, I just don't trust anymore after certain reviews and that is um, Rotten Tomatoes. I just don't trust anyone who works for them, is over there on that camp because they make zero fucking sense. You know, you know what is a good thing though to sort of check out when what I do now is I'm sort of over the critics section of Rotten Tomatoes because yeah. everyone knows horror movies, you know, it's it's a known thing. It's it happens all the fucking time. They're always panned by critics. And if you know a movie's 30% rotten on Rotten Tomatoes and it's a horror movie, chances are as a horror fan, you're you'd probably like it. So one thing I do is I always look at the audience, the audience scores. That is always much more accurate, but still, you know, shit like I still know you did last summer and Halloween sex, still be down there with some of like the worst scores ever. And I'll just never understand. People are yeah too seriously. I saw this like amusing it was either a meme or a post or someone on Twitter was like um it was it said something like uh websites will promote a movie for a whole year movie comes out this movie's trash <laughs> so it was really funny <laughs> you know what I mean it's it's just it's so toxic and it's actually I, I seen something today an article where people were like have audiences finally stopped listening to critics um and I think it's true I I think sort of the the time of really using critics word as bible is sort of behind us um because there's just a lot of film snobbery going on and it really is not dependable especially for movies that are just like a good time gal you know and i've said it before like people are reviewing horror movies that don't necessarily like them or appreciate them so you have people that do movie reviews that hate horror movies and you're like well, of course, they're going in with a real bias of not liking them in the first place or maybe understanding the genre. And like, and that's like why I always think that fans make the better like reviewers because they've seen a bunch of horror movies and they, they, they know what they like and what they don't like. And they can also be like very, you know, it was, they can just be, you know. <laughs> they can be. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the word. It's just completely got on mind. Um, 
What's the word? I they don't know. They can be something. <laughs> hey, I about that. They can they be, can be something. something. Well, they can have like they can have a hate for the films, but also have a respect for it at the same time. Like, so, like Absolutely. there's plenty of people that don't like certain like movie franchises, but then we'll say, you know, I'll give it its due. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and I actually even seen Empire, which. You know, I used to think Empire was a very trusted source of my good review material, but now I'm very much a Total Film girl. I love Total Film because Total Film really love horror movies. Like, they review ones that, you know, won't even be out in the cinema. Total Film is where it's at, ma. Um, they also have Ghostface on the front of their new magazine that's coming out and a whole article on the new screen. So that's how you know they're trustworthy. While yeah. Empire's while Empire's very much oh Dune, you know what I mean? Everyone's gonna have fucking Dune on it and you know fucking all that pretentious shit. But oh, yeah. um on it, they had a four-star review for Reeker by Kim Newman. <laughs> and I was like Was it four it, out of five stars? Four out of five stars, and I was like, hold the phone. Each to their own if you love this, but if you love this, you're not listening to our roast. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah, yeah, four out of five, and Kim Newman is like he has like loads of books, like horror novels, and he's like a really highly regarded like horror reviewer. Four out of five stars, and I seen that night. That bitch, not today. I'm. I read it, and I was like, everything wrong, everything nah, wrong. May, maybe one of his friends is like, can you just throw me a bone and just give us like a really good <laughs> review, just to be, just so we've got some good reviews. Ooh, he was I think it's. I think it's the twist. Sure. I think everyone is giving it a good review and like you know wanking off to it because of the twist. And you're like, the twist isn't like that shocking or good i mean it's the, probably the best thing about the film but that's not saying much because the film is garbage um, yeah, yeah. garbage mama so give me your overall verdict so um my overall <laughs> verdict is just uh like the name itself this movie stinks it stinks the high heavens it singed off my eyebrows and my eyelashes and any nostril hair it fucking reeks um but it is somewhat remotely saved by a fairly enjoyable twist even though it's of course it's illogical it's it quite <laughs> it saves the film from being absolute you know total garbage yeah which it still sort of already is but you know what for that i'm just gonna give it oh uh, let's just say four accidents out of, out of ten you know what fuck it i'm gonna give it a three i'm gonna okay. give it three accidents out of ten what about you, Mama? Uh, I think the film is just too ambitious for what we actually got. Like I said yeah. at the start, I think the concept is actually really good, but the execution was... Womp, womp. Um, yeah, and there was just weak character development, weak dialogue, and... It... I'm, I'm, you know, I've watched it now for the third time, and I'm still, like, scratching my head being like, some of the shit literally made no sense it's not like we we're stupid we just the the scenes itself weren't cohesive and didn't really like didn't well yeah but the the scenes itself weren't cohesive it didn't really tie together that much it's like they they did one thing in one scene and the scene right after like they were doing and saying the exact opposite and it's like what like did you not remember what you just said like two seconds ago yeah um and then I still don't get the Rika and you know his methods like the, what what the tools he was using didn't make any sense or why was he you know from robot wars that made no sense um <laughs> I love that I really love that and it yeah 
I can now safely say I'm never going to watch this film ever again. And thank God. Like, I don't, I don't, we've done the episode now. I don't have to ever watch this again. And um, uh, my axe wounds, um, it's a begrudging three. What would, what were you tossing between? A two and a three. Yeah. I, this is how I look at it. I give a solid star. All right. So if we're, if we're talking in fives, you know, five stars, I'm given one full star for the sort of the, the premise and the sort of twist. But baby, you're getting, you know, a fucking half a star there and you're getting the, the, the total makes it three out of 10 for yep. just existing. You know, <laughs> anything more than that, I just think it's, I'm, it's too much for compliment. Yeah, I mean, you get a full star for the twist. You get half a star for Miss um, Cookie. Yeah. You get half a star for... Right, was it Radford? Yes, he was hot. That leads to yeah. two. You get that. half a star for what was the thing that I like the the, <laughs> the the way it looked, the saturated filter. That's another half a star, and then you get half a star for um. How many fucking half a star do you give me, bitch? That's like five. Are no, because sure no, because he's got three stars. So he's got one star for the twist and okay, half a star. Okay, so okay. then you've got to give. Two more stars out, so it's half ah, star, yeah, yeah, four, yeah, yeah. four half stars. My fourth half a star is for um, Trip's death. I'll just put it as that. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, and that's and uh, do you know everything you've just said? I actually physically cannot think of anything else that I could even like in the slightest. Like I really can't. That's it. Yeah, uh, that's and that's on that. And that's um, on. And that's on. I'm stuffed. I'm absolutely <laughs> stuffed rotten. See these roasts, hey? They bloody take it out of you. They really do. Bring on, the, the, bring on the meat sweats. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> going through the fucking meat sweats, bitch. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, now we're all full of um, that smelly dinner. Um, please go and follow us on uh, Facebook <laughs> and Instagram at Spelling Guts Podcasts. Find us on Twitter at Spelling Guts Pod. You can send us a cheeky email at to... Spelling Guts Podcast at Outlook.com. And then, you know, just get to it with the, you know, rate, review, subscribe, like, you know, get out us. All the good stuff. All the good stuff, bitch. Come, on. Come get it. Come get some of these cookies. Come get some of these cookies. Speaking of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Come get some of these cookies, mama. If, oh, but before we go, um, one final question before we leave. If sure. your um your parents let you name yourself when you were three, um, what would you be called right now? Oh my god. Um <laughs> chances are it would be the name of someone from one member of the Hex Girls <laughs> or someone from the craft or um or Sydney Prescott. No, do you know what it probably would be? It probably would be um Lisa Landry. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Lisa Landry? Uh from the mum from Sister Sister. <laughs> <laughs> or Moesha. <laughs> oh not definitely Moesha. Definitely Moesha. Yeah. yeah, that's all I needed. That's all I needed to know. I was I what, thought it was what would you be called? Uh, Lita, 100%. The wrestler Leah. from... from the, yeah, I'd be Lita. There's no... I want oh, Lita. Yeah, L-A-T-A. I wanted to be her so badly. I wanted that G-string to ride my ass like 
something silly. I wanted that jeep joint all the way up to my waist. I wanted those mesh tops. I wanted that long red hair. And I wanted those baggy ass cargo trousers. And I wanted to backflip uh fucking cages. That's <laughs> I was I was boyish and a girlish kind of way, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. To be fair, I think I went through a phase when I was like a little kid. Whenever we played like games, that it was like we were we were played a character. For some reason, I had an obsession with the name Melissa. For some reason, I don't know why. Um, so I was like, I'll be Melissa, and people were like, oh, I'd be like so Melissa. Generic. <laughs> no, I know, right? <laughs> like you'll never find another. Sorry for all um, you Melissas out there. That that oh, joke well, does not really mean you're generic. Yeah, um, sorry, Melissa. I mine used to be uh, Vanessa. I used to always want, I was <laughs> a Vanessa, like, I was always See, Melissa, Vanessa, it's got Essa. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, we were sisters before we, we were even sisters. Yeah, we were born to do this. This is our names from now on. You're, uh, you're listening <laughs> to Melissa and Vanessa. That's my slasher character name, it's Melissa. Uh, where I'm we're, we're the two bitches that die in Final Destination 3 and the Sunbeds. That's, yeah. They look like they'd be called Melissa and Vanessa. So. Sure. Or we're the two sorority girls from Scream 2. No, that's better. That's so much better. Um, well, did you see on Facebook the post where, you know, where they did the yearbook photos for like Scream 1? Uh-huh. They, did this, they did the same ones for Scream 2. Ah, oh, so good. Oh, see, I need stuff like that in my life. Is, is that, was that on the Woodsboro page? Sure was. That page is lit. Oh, really? I haven't followed it because um, one wee tidbit, guys, but um, there was one girl on it and she literally posted, oh my God, I'm the biggest Scream fan ever and I didn't know there was a Scream 4. As soon as I seen that, I left the group. I thought, <laughs> I'm in a world full of amateur freaks. Um, I No joke, as soon as I seen that, I was out of there. And everyone I mean, was like, oh my God, no way. I was like, no one egged this girl on. She's a huge Scream fan, but she didn't know there was Scream 4. You, you completely contradicted yourself. Get out. I mean, I will say this. There is a lot of like annoying posts like people that you think you're clearly not fans because you're just saying stupid dumb shit and asking stupid questions but there's also some actual genuinely like funny people or like people that post like good shit so it's it's, it's worth sticking around for however there is about a million posts in a day I'm like have you all not got like lives like yeah, someone's yeah. and or- the amount of times I see like Oh, I'm from so and so. Where's everyone else? I'm like, I've seen this post like 17 uh, times. I don't, Can we ca- I don't just, care where you're from. Just put like, it all on one, the first post. It's to ask where you're all from. Like, I don't need yeah. to see it. And and if I see one person saying, um, I want Sydney's going to be the killer in this next one, I know it. I'm like, you're by saying that, your opinion's donk is done. It's donkey's dick. It's finito. By saying, I think Sydney is going to be the killer. You know, I, oh, I think do I think all do Gail and Sydney. I've seen this before. I think do Gail and Sydney are all the killers in this new one. I thought that is some dumb shit. If I ever heard it, get out. You don't belong here. But <laughs> opinions like that, of course, they're not the killer. That's like saying in Halloween ends, Laura Strode's been Michael Myers the whole time. that's not gonna happen it's so stupid although i will say this i've just looked on quickly and someone's gonna i don't know if this is legit or not but it's like a character description for each of the newbies and actually the quite um quite a good little read oh wait you know what maybe i might join tag me just 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 join back in and then just just keep it on like mute and you can just go dip in when you want because um there's a lot of like trash 
like yeah, trash it, posts but for the I most part something. it's pretty good and i'd seen something as well just finally where um someone was like unofficially but like sort of officially confirming the killers and i've accidentally listened to it and i thought to myself those are the very two people i thought it was anyways so i felt like i wasn't really like cheated you know but like i, I sort of do feel like a little bit cheated but in my head i'm thinking i thought it was those two anyway so right. i was like mm, i kind of want it to be them so i was right but i also don't want it to be them so that i am wrong you get what and I'm we'll say so because i feel, I, I feel like because i mean we always talk about scream but um because they're so tight-lipped and they just want everything under wraps i just think just going for the obvious isn't like scream fashion they're, they're gonna pull some shenanigans so like whatever you think it's gonna be made it just probably isn't what you think it's gonna be so like just daddy chill I didn't chill exactly exactly so but um of course we can love an episode m for talking about screen so obviously but um on that note i'll be the same Lucy's. <laughs>